Hey, Neil. Hey, Tom. What's up, man? How's it going? How's your week? Pretty good. How about you? Pretty good. Nothing to complain about. Do you uh, have any idea what we should talk about on the show this week? I was kind of hoping you had an idea. Is there, I don't know, is there anything like relevant? I feel like we need something topical these days. Transformers has a new movie coming out. We could always, you know, talk about the music of Biz Marquee. Gosh, that's always relevant. What was that? What's happening over there? Oh my god! An owl just flew in. An owl just flew into your window? Yeah, hold on. It's got something on his leg. I'm just trying to wrangle it right now. It's just hooting up the storm. Is it a note? Oh! Is it telling us that the series we should do this week is Harry Potter? Ah, shit! I got jury duty. Uh... I heard they were doing it. It's something like this. Welcome back to a serious series of utmost importance. Series. I'm Tom. And I'm Neil. We are your hosts for the show today. <laughs> and the series we're going to talk about today is... Jury duty. <laughs> is Harry Potter. And um, the whole wizarding world, which I guess is how they call the whole both franchises put together now. Yeah, the wizarding world branding encompasses everything to do with Harry Potter now. Yeah. So you had a few things that you wanted to discuss, yeah. I think. Well, I guess we can... I mean, you saw the new movie today, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I saw Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. <laughs> which is an interesting name. Yeah. Um, I was hoping that the series, the naming conventions of the series would be like Fantastic Beasts and blank. So it's not fantastic. Right. Yeah. Like it's where to something and then it's like why? <laughs> and <laughs> whom? <laughs> but it's not Fantastic Beasts and yeah. The Crimes of Grindelwald. It's Fantastic Beasts. The Crimes of Grindelwald. So does it feature both Fantastic Beasts and Grindelwald? It does. Like they, It's kind of a weird pairing. In that, yeah, you know, the the Fantastic Beasts don't need to be in the movie necessarily, but they are right. It's mainly about the wizards, right? Yeah, Although the the way that the main they, guy is not is he a wizard? Yeah, he is. Yes, okay. Um, the way that the storylines interact is kind of a spoiler, but the basically the MacGuffin of the movie is a Fantastic Beast. <laughs> a quick spoiler free review is that. It's okay. It's fine. It's <laughs> it's nothing spectacular. It's not going to rank highly on anyone's favorite Harry right. Potter materials. It's a little bit too complicated in its own mythology. Um, I hadn't seen the first movie since 2016 when it came out, and I was pretty lost as to what was going on a lot of the time. I barely remember anything that happened. Although yeah. I do remember I actually liked that movie. I was pleasantly surprised. Um, I liked that movie a lot, yeah. I liked this one as well. It's not as bad as its uh, reputation is giving it, but it's uh, it's not great. So with that out of the way, I wanted to get some negativity off my chest. All right. I will say I like the I liked the first movie, but I strongly dislike the main actor Eddie, Eddie Redmayne? Redmayne. What do you think? Yeah. I saw. The theory of everything. Yeah, isn't he supposed to be really good in that? I haven't seen it, but he won an Academy Award. Yeah, for that role. That movie sucked. 
It was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. I mean, is that Eddie Redmayne's fault? No. In in fairness, he did a good job. I mean, like, that's probably that Stephen was, Hawking's fault more than anything. Yeah, he shouldn't have just, lived such a boring life. You know, such an uneventful life i mean he didn't really do anything with his life you know he just left no impact on society you know he had all those advantages in his life and really squandered the most of his opportunity his tombstone should say you know he lived he did nothing while he was here he died but he was also on the simpsons he was flying wheelchair that's pretty awesome what about the movie was so uh the theory of everything was so bad it was just like it was it was essentially a romance movie yeah. Um, but it was mainly about, like, the failed romance with his wife, which was kind of sad. Like, I mean, it was rough. Like, it was obviously hard for, like, it was really hard for him. He lost yeah. everything. And, like, I think his wife tried, but, like, had an affair with her piano instructor. Oh, God. And ended up marrying him. And then Stephen no Hawking, never... like... Had the same thing with his nurse. Stephen yeah. Hawking had an affair with his nurse? Yeah, and then he got remarried. He married her. Interesting. I had no idea. The interesting about the movie... Okay, it's Hollywood, right? Yeah. Everyone in the movie was really good looking. Then <laughs> when you look the, the real people up, they're all really ugly. They're really <laughs> ugly. So your main complaint, really the reason why you're not a huge fan of Fantastic Beasts, is that people in real life are uglier than yes. people in Hollywood movies. Yes. <laughs> Pretty much. I think that, that baggage is what I brought to Fantastic Beasts. Totally fair. Totally fair criticism. Now, dealing with the negativity, also not a fan of Ezra Miller, who plays... Uh, I don't know if he's in this one, but he, he was kind of like... He was an obscurial, yeah. Yeah, so he was a... He was a wizard. He had magical qualities. Mm-hmm. But his stepmother or like foster mother repressed them in him, and so like they all came out. I don't want to be crude or anything here, but it's kind of like the magical equivalent of a wet dream, where you have all these <laughs> repressed, <laughs> you know, things that you got to get out, and they find a way out, whether you like it or not. Although it's a lot more destructive than a wet dream. This is and exactly where I down. thought a conversation on Harry Potter was going to go. <laughs> um, you are not going to like the second movie at all, then. Uh, is he in it? He's still? a big part of the second uh, movie. Yeah. And he also played uh, The Flash. Mm-hmm. He's still going to play The Flash um, yeah. if they ever make The Flash movie. I mean, DC movies are a whole another episode, but the, he's gonna, I mean, he was, in, he was in Justice League yeah. as The Flash. The Flash movie was supposed to come out, I think, probably this year, and it was going to be modeled off Flashpoint, and then mm. it never really went anywhere. It's still mm. um, in production. They're still going to make it, probably, but maybe a couple of years from now, maybe after the Aquaman. Flash show is over. Aquaman's coming out, right? Aquaman is coming out in December. It looks pretty cool. Yeah. Who's the bad guy in it? Like Black Manta or something? Uh, Black Manta is one of the bad guys. Ocean Master is another one of the bad guys. <laughs> It's like the reverse Aquaman, right? Yeah, basically. There's always like a there's always like a guy with the same powers. Yeah. In DC. That's true. I think in every actually more in Marvel movies. Most of the Marvel villains so? are Yeah. In the first Iron Man movie, Iron yeah, Monger true. was basically evil there's a, Iron Man. There's the there's the 
Hulk. The yeah, the in the Incredible Hulk, the bad guy was the Abomination, who was evil yeah. Hulk. Captain America, yeah. the bad guy is Red Skull, who is you know he was trying to use the serum. Also, that, Super Soldier. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's evil Captain That's America. True. Probably keeps Spider Man has the Man Spider. <laughs> right, there actually is. There is a Man Spider. It's just like a more. It's like a more of a spider than a man. Yeah, he has eight arms and is like a spider, basically the size of a man. But I mean, there's also in DC. Actually, is there? There's not really a Batman. There's not really another. I mean, there probably is at some point. Is there like an evil Batman? Uh, Maybe like there's the like a version red, of um, one of the Robins who becomes evil. Right, Red Mask. Or red something. Hood. Red Hood. Yeah. Yeah, and he um, and the Arkham Knight. Okay. So ever, I guess it is. Did you ever play the and Arkham game? Flash is. No. Okay. The bad guy in the last Arkham game is the Arkham Knight. And oh. he was actually just Red Hood. So they're the same character. Okay. Yeah. And then Flash, like you were saying, has reverse Flash. <laughs> Which is the dumbest name. They couldn't even think of anything. I love that name. Flash. You know, it's not pretentious. <laughs> he, doesn't run in ba- he doesn't run backwards, though, right? No. no. Reverse he just flash. runs forward with evil intention i think bizarro superman is the best name (laughs) what would bizarro eddie redmayne and ezra miller what what would the qualities of their characters be in the is like it's actors or no no as as their characters in the fantastic beast movie oh bizarro eddie redmayne would be confident right Mm -hmm. like not a redhead voracious meat eater yes is he a vegetarian in this? I don't know. He, I assume he would be a vegetarian because uh, you know his whole well, thing is he I mean, likes he animals. doesn't deal with he doesn't deal with farm animals though. So. Yeah, he he only loves magical creatures. He hates yeah. chickens. Yeah, elitist. And Ezra Miller, his character is named Credence. Mm-hmm. So a big part of the second movie is um, is like I was saying, him and who he actually is, and that's all I'm going to say about that. Okay. It it was a pretty interesting ending. I think the next uh, movie will be pretty he interesting. It actually is interesting. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if... I, I was looking at the cast and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know if any of this stuff is spoilers, but I was like, I wonder if Dumbledore is in this. Mm-hmm. And he is. Yeah, that was in the trailer. That's not a spoiler. Okay. He's a big okay. part of the movie. I, I don't know. I, I didn't... I thought it was like... How was Jude Law? Like, did, was he a good... Dumbledore? Like, he was a good it would Dumbledore. not have been. Wait, but before we my... get to that, let's uh, let's yeah. finish. Who? What would Bizarro Credence oh. be? He would just be, you know, a really well-adjusted, yeah, Muggle. Yeah, he'd just be a regular like dude in New York living under the poverty line. Just you know, probably die in a construction accident. <laughs> yeah. So Jude Law was a pretty good Dumbledore. Good young Dumbledore. He was one of the better parts of the movie. I would have pictured, like, Benedict Cumberbatch or somebody. No. No, you know, Benedict Cumberbatch. I don't think he does get an actor. No. You don't think so? He's just, like, looks yeah. weird, so people think he's a good actor? He was a good Sherlock, but his Sherlock yeah. is basically his his Doctor Strange. I don't think he can really pull off too many different diverse yeah, characters. And even, um... What's that movie? The... Uh, World War Two movie where he played the mathematician. Oh, um, imitate imitation game. Yeah, imitation game sounds right. I didn't watch that. Um, I mean, he was. He also played a 
weird genius. Yeah. He's good at that. He's like Jesse Eisenberg. Oh, man. There's a guy that I thought was going to make it big. <laughs> he was also in the DC movies. He was the worst Lex Luthor oh, you've ever right. seen. Ooh. You know who was not as bad as I expected in this movie was Johnny Depp as Grindelwald. Oh, yeah. I heard he was one of the best parts. He was a pretty good... There was a big controversy, I guess, when um, at the end of the first movie. You know, Colin Farrell's character yeah. is revealed to have actually been Grindelwald the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a controversy at that time because all of the stuff about Johnny Depp uh, had just come out about the domestic abuse allegations against uh, with Amber Heard. Oh, yeah. Right. So people were like, why are you hiring Johnny Depp? He's a bad guy. And J.K. Right. Rowling, I think a few months ago, uh, went on this big defense of him. It was just allegations. He's been nothing but professional on set. We love working with him, things like that. Interesting, because he's really gone off the deep end lately, right? Lately? I think he's always been off the deep end. I think that's his whole thing. Yeah, Yeah. okay. I think, like, well, I don't know. It seems like he's been really getting close to disaster, like, in the last couple of years, you know? Maybe, yeah. Since those, since the whole divorce, and like him bragging about how much he spends per month. Didn't he have some ridiculous? Someone was of like, money his accountant was like, he, I, spent. he spends fifty thousand a month on wine. And he said, "Don't insult me." It's it's way more wow. than that. On Pirates of the Caribbean four, he didn't learn any of his lines. He just had an earpiece, and someone would feed him his lines, and he would just say them. Are you serious? Yeah. I don't actually mind that because Jack Sparrow's character he should be making everything up as he goes along yeah no that that totally worked and that there were other problems character. with that movie though that was a terrible movie uh, let, oh this was in the most recent one uh, Dead Men Tell No Lies or Tales was also really bad though the fourth one they were talking about rebooting the Pirates franchise mm-hmm. are you serious with him again no not with him necessarily like new yeah. characters. There was originally going to be a Pirate 6. At the end of Pirates 5, there's a post credit scene where Davy Jones comes back. There's like a tentacle. Orlando Bloom has a nightmare about a tentacle. Haven't they already gone down that road? Yeah. So I don't think anything's going to come of that. They're just planning to reboot the Pirates franchise okay. now. Um, that would be... I don't know. I mean, it, w- it would probably be good for a fresh start. I think they, like... I think it's hard to make any movie from it at this point. Yeah, I don't it's think any good. There needs. To, I don't think there needs to be a reboot. I think they could do like a soft reboot, where nothing from the first five movies matters. It could just be about you know exactly. Just get back to where it started, the Disneyland ride. <laughs> the pure, unadulterated <laughs> version, with no coarse Johnny Depp, just nice yeah. wholesome piracy. You know. You got those animatronic pirates chasing around a woman, and then the next one, the woman's chasing around the pirate. That's just a good, good hearty laugh. <laughs> they updated that, I think, in the current version of the ride. Oh, really? Yeah. They, they got rid of anything that was like... Well, they're all pretty wholesome as far as pirates go, but I think they got rid of the pirates, weird, rapey things. Come on, they're not good guys. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I it is a kid's ride. I don't ride. think they should have had that in. <laughs> For a kid's a kid ride. ride. 
Yeah, Johnny Depp was pretty good in this. I okay. did miss Colin Farrell, though. I wish... I, I think a lot of people at the time wished that Colin Farrell was just going to play Grindelwald during the Right, franchise. a lot of people were kind of disappointed that his character was just like a disguise, basically, the whole time. Yeah. Oh, it was not real. Yeah. One other thing about the movie, which I don't think is a spoiler. You know how after the seventh book came out, J.K. Rowling said to everyone, oh yeah, by the way, Dumbledore's gay. So... Yep. The backstory of Dumbledore being gay is that Grindelwald was his lover. Yes. So that plays a part in this movie. But they nope. didn't make it explicit, and some people were upset about that also. At no point in the movie does Dumbledore say, oh, by the way, you know, uh, I was, you know, Grindelwald was my lover. And my parents, who I saw the movie with, mm-hmm. at the end of the movie, when I was explaining this to them, they were like, what? I thought they were just supposed to be really close friends. Oh, interesting. Yeah. How would that even, like, I never understood that. I mean, he, oh, well, Grindelwald seems a like a... loves another man. <laughs> no. He seems like a... Like, I thought of, like, okay, maybe Grindelwald, like, in the book, when you kind of hear about that, it's like, oh, maybe Grindelwald was just a guy with some ideas that, like, went way too far. Right? But he just seems like a total freak. Yeah, they make it different. I honestly... Don't remember the him from the books. It's very. They make him more like Voldemort Jr. in this. Yeah. Like how? Why would Dumbledore? I mean, why would he even be friends with him? Like. I think it's. um, They were in love when they were younger. Okay. It's not like Dumbledore said, "Oh yeah, this neo-Nazi has some good ideas." He's not even a neo-Nazi. He's just a Nazi. (laughs) He's a proto-Nazi. The, there's going to be three more of these movies. Oh my gosh. And there was this tweet by J.K. Rowling a few years ago when they were first announcing the franchise. And someone asked her, how many movies are there going to be? And she said five in five different languages, five different times. Five, sink, fumf, cinco, and cinque. Cinque. Oh, cinque. What language is that? Italian. Uh, yeah, I can't speak Italian. <laughs> <laughs> So people thought that was her hinting at the settings of each of these movies. So the first one was in New York 5. The second one is in uh, France, Sink. The third one is going to be in Austria or Germany. Ooh. And the She's fourth German one will wizard. be uh, somewhere where they speak Spanish and, or Portuguese. Probably Rio. Because she was doing some research on Rio. That would be awesome. And the fifth one will probably be Italy. Whoa. So that's really interesting. So, and the ending of this movie does lend itself to that. So, what year does this one take place? I have no idea. Let's say nineteen twenty something. Okay, because that means like Germany, it could be pre World War Two Germany, right? Mm-hmm. Italy. I'm not going to say anything about that because that would be a spoiler. Okay, okay. For this movie, right? It um, is worth seeing. You should definitely see it. Okay, yeah. Whoever's listening, go see it if you haven't already. Yeah, it just came out, too. It's... But have pretty low expectations and you'll be fine. If it's just, if you just probably treat it like any blockbuster movie, you're like, your your average blockbuster movie. It's like, yeah. Just grab a large popcorn and a Coke and like, just kick back. Yeah, my parents loved it for that reason. Yeah. They had no idea what was happening in the plot <laughs> at all cool. times. But, oh, it looks, looks <laughs> cool. Pretty effects. What a yeah. great movie. Yeah. 
I knew who the bad guys were and the good guys were. That's all I needed. Exactly. <laughs> Not everyone's like that, but if that's what you are, it's fine. Yeah. It could also just be a movie you don't need to see in theaters. You could just wait for it to be on Netflix or something. Actually, it's not going to be on I Netflix. Warner it's... Brothers is uh, making their own streaming oh. service, too. Whoa. So there's Disney, Warner Brothers, DC DCU. Universe. There's, um, everyone has their own streaming service. CBS. Amazon, on Netflix. All access just for Star Trek shows, basically. Mm. Stargate has their own streaming service called Stargate Command, which is terrible. I love Whoa. Stargate, but they... Um, they just... They lured everyone in by saying, oh, there's going to be a new show on this service. And it was this 10-episode ten, ten miniseries of 10 minutes each, and it was like a student film. It was awful. It was called Stargate Origins. Oof. It was terrible. And I think there's going to be another couple of streaming services probably too. This is not a sustainable It's cable, man. Business plan. There's going to be a cable that bundles all of these at some point. Exactly. Yeah. Uh. Well, um, do you have anything else to add about Fantastic Beasts? About Fantastic Beasts? Yeah. Um, yeah, just final thought on it. There are some dumb plot points in this movie, the type of thing where if two people communicated, there would be no plot. There's some weird stuff with the family lineages in the Harry Potter universe, but overall it left me wanting to see the next movie in the series, and I think it might be improved as part of the whole collection, but as its own standalone installment, it's just, it's okay. I do also want to talk, um, we were talking a little bit about how J.K. Rowling announced at, at when all the books were done, oh yeah, by the way, Dumbledore's gay. I wanted to know what you thought about, not Dumbledore being gay, but just about how she is still continually releasing information on Twitter that amends the stories a little bit. It reminded me of uh, George Lucas in your work. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good interpretation of it. I also think, like, as a writer, you're supposed to, you know, most great authors don't write stuff ambiguously or like leave hints and then right after it comes out saying, oh, this is what I was explaining right there, like blah, blah. Now, granted, this is like yeah. a young adult series, so that's different, but like, I would just, I think it's, I think some things are better left, um, you know, shown and not spoke, you know, not. Yeah, show don't tell. Yeah, That's exactly. like the first rule of writing. So, and I do agree, kind of like with the George Lucas thing. Um, like, if she, if she always, like, let, you know, breadcrumbs about that, mm -hmm. it's fine. But if she was like, oh, by the way, he's gay. Yeah. And it's. I don't think there was anything in the books necessarily that lent itself to that but it also didn't contradict I, I think it. were the, there breadcrumbs were maybe like in the six i think or in the sixth or seventh one she might have decided to insert that huh. um okay i don't remember it was a long time ago i read these here. i mean the um, seventh one came out when we were in high school i think it goes right off i th i was like 15 or something a while ago I'm looking at this list of tweets by J.K. Rowling that expand okay. the canon. Do you want to hear some of the best yeah. ones? She says, Uncle Vernon absolutely loves Top Gear. Hey, I like Top Gear. That's BS. <laughs> he signed the petition for Jeremy Clarkson's reinstatement. 
That was the only reason oh, we paid the license fee. That's not cool. <laughs> Come on. Also, Top Gear was way after Harry Potter. I guess she's, um, I, I guess she's not a fan of the Grand Tour, then. <laughs> Maybe. That's pretty funny, though. Moaning Myrtle's full name was Myrtle Elizabeth Warren. That's in reference to Elizabeth Warren? I don't know. This was in 2015. That's she really this. weird. Is that a joke? I don't know. I don't think these are supposed to be jokes. I think people are taking them as canon. Actual statements on the characters. Strange. One person asked, do you think there's a lot of LGBT students in Hogwarts? Of course, J.K. Rowling says. Things like that are fine. I would... Voldemort's virginity? I would say modern day Hogwarts does that. But I'm guessing an early 90s Hogwarts? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe Hogwarts is just ahead of its time. Well, no, she talks more about this. Someone asked, is there discrimination against sexual orientation in Hogwarts? J.K. Rowling says, only by ludicrous muggles. The wizards don't wizards give a damn. It's only about magic for them. They're racist. And yeah, wizards are racist. So so they don't hate wizards if you're are among the most gay, discriminatory they hate, people. They hate 99.9% .9 of the population. They're scum. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. On Judaism in the wizarding world, someone asked, My wife said there are no Jews in Hogwarts. I'm a Jew, so I think it's just because you want to be the only magical one in the family. J.K. Rowling says, Anthony Goldstein, Ravenclaw, Jewish wizard. That would mean, like, you're, you are ethnically Jewish, right? But you couldn't be religious and a wizard, right? I don't know. I mean, how could you... How could you... I don't know. Like, anyone who has special powers. I have no idea. My no question idea. is, who are the people writing fan mail, like... It's tweets. These are all tweets. Who's the guy tweeting that my wife said that there are no Jewish wizards and I, I believe her? I want you to prove her wrong. <laughs> There's a list of of important facts that she tweeted. Draco Malfoy was born on June 5th, 1980, and she says girls are misguided mm. to fancy him. Fancy him. She clarified that Ron is not a time-traveling Dumbledore. I guess someone must have what? asked that. He got the time-traveler, right? Yeah, Samantha, whose handle is at GeekDarling, asked, Ron is a time-traveling Dumbledore. Fact or theory? <laughs> also, she clarifies that Draco Malfoy is not a werewolf. What? She also says that Uncle Vernon would have voted for Brexit. Oh. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. What else? I mean, most of you can eh, right? Like, less than 50. Dobby's birthday is June 28th. <laughs> William the Puckwudgie's voice sounds like Tom Waits. Tom Waits? Who's that? Who's William the no Puckwudgie? Wait. Albania didn't know that Voldemort was hiding there. I hope that increases your enjoyment of the story. Didn't know that Voldemort... None Voldemort of these ruin the story by any means. I just don't think there's any point to doing this. William she has other stuff Puckwudgie? she writes. She has that mystery series. If she does? Yeah, under a pseudonym. Oh. People discovered that it was her because they ran the writing 
through a um, through a software to look for patterns, and I think it That's detected crazy. like ninety nine percent wow. match to the writing of J.K. Rowling. I still don't know who this William the Puckwudgie guy is, but I like Tom. Robert Galbraith, that's her pseudonym. The Casual Vacancy, mm, I remember The Cuckoo's the Calling, vacancy. The Silkworm, Career of Evil, and Lethal White. It's called the Cormoran Strike Series. Under her name, though. I remember that was like the first book. Oh, was out. it? Yeah. Okay. That's her first post Harry Potter book. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So I guess Cuckoo's mm-hmm. Calling is the first one written by Robert Galbraith. Wow. She's only 53. Wow, she is richer than we will oh, ever man. even dream of. Wasn't she the first billionaire writer? Um, I guess so. I mean, it would have to be... Yeah, billion. Yeah, she is. First billionaire. She lost her billionaire status. She gave away a lot of her earnings to charity. Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, She seems like a good person. I'm, she's writing all the screenplays also for for the Fantastic Beast movies so you can consider them legit stories but she also approved the storyline for Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Yeah, that was the next thing I wanted to ask. So she didn't write that? I thought she wrote the script or something. No, she. I think she worked on the story with the dude who wrote the actual play. And then did they perform the play? Yeah. It was on London. On was, their I think it's still running West in West End. End. And then it's on Broadway now. It's oh, it a two-part play. You have to see both parts. Are you kidding me? That's so dumb. You can see them on the same day or consecutive days. Please. It's super expensive. I want to see it at some wow. point, though. Now, you read it, right? Yeah, I read it. Did you? Um, I read the Wikipedia summary, like, two years ago. It is so bad. Yeah, it didn't sound good. It's like... It sounded like a like family drama, right? It, it's, it sounded like fan fiction. <laughs> Well, it, I mean, it must be weird reading it in, like, a, a play dialogue, right? Yeah. Like Everyone says it's a lot better when you go see it. I'm sure. I'm, and that's probably true. The I think the point of it is probably not the story. It's probably like, oh, the cool effects they're able to pull off in person. Right. Or, like, there's a lot of things that would be, you know, acted out that are not said or something. or or that Or that add a lot to the what the dialogue means so it, it didn't sound very interesting it essentially it's about harry potter's son right mm-hmm. is that true um so him and albus severus potter right I think. and he has uh this is based on what i'm recalling he has some problems with his dad no they don't get along too well. Harry Potter has basically become a civil servant, right? <laughs> yeah, he became a tool of the man. Yeah. He's nothing special anymore. Um, you would think like he would give like motivational speeches or something and just make a ton of money. Um, in prepping for this episode, I was reading for a little bit about why Harry Potter was rich. Apparently, one of his ancestors invented a hair tonic. And some other pharmaceutical potions. Oh my god. So this is another thing she, like, invented? Yeah, she added this after the fact. Hair tonic. And there's actually an ad for the hair tonic in the first Fantastic Beast movie. Because his ancestor who was inventing all of these was alive at the time of the oh. Fantastic Beast movies. And I just looked up. That was 1926. So this is why his, like, father's side of the family has... Was yeah, that's why they're loaded. Okay. Huh. But what happened to all that money? 
That's why there's so much money in the bank at Gringotts for him. Oh, uh, that makes sense. Yep. He used it to fund his shenanigans. Man, he's just like, just like a young Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crazy. Except from what the cursed child tells us, his life is really, really boring. Yeah. Though. Maybe that's why. It, he's not it playing. Seemed depressing. Man. Like, this guy's most interesting part of his life was like so early. He peaked in so high. in high school or college. Yeah, what is this? He's in high school. I think it's like a high school college combo. I mean, right? like one year. You graduate when you're like eighteen or something. Oh really? So I guess it's more like a middle school, high school combo. Yeah. He peaked in middle school. He did. Yeah, then he just got gloomy. <laughs> oh, that's a problem. Why didn't his ancestor invent magical antidepressants? <laughs> I mean, they're potions and stuff, right? Yeah. This is stupid. Love potions. It's a book about magic, so it shouldn't... The intricacies of how magic works shouldn't matter, but... Why can't people just like, just like create gold out of thin air? Why is there any mm. problem with um? Is the money? Is there like, is it supposed to be well, special somehow? Maybe it's like a magic proof money. Yeah, that would make sense. Like I know he has all that gold right in the bank, but like, what do normal people? I don't know. With? You know what? I'm gonna tweet maybe at JK like, Rowling and see if she answers this question. You should. But here's a serious answer. Like, I mean, like you could say the same thing, right? Like, why can't you just print all these dollar bills mm-hmm. on your printer? Yeah, you could counterfeit. Right? It's like, oh, yeah. But there's ways to prevent right. counterfeiting. So it's probably the same in the wizarding world. Like, there's probably so that's true. Uh, but here's the problem: ways of checking that. She has tweeted that Gringotts the bank does currency exchanges with uh, between muggle money and wizarding money because otherwise muggles who um muggles who who develop magic is that a thing yeah yeah like hermione wouldn't be able to uh buy anything uh, wands and stuff oh because olivanders only takes galleons and stuff so she explained this right she said there's a way to convert money from the muggle world to the wizarding world so why couldn't some wizard counterfeit muggle mm, money like, like English it, pounds yeah take it to a muggle bank do oh, some do some money laundering right. there take the and real money that money and bring it to the goblins that's a great and question. get some um, galleons there for must it. be some sort of like there must be some sort of like NSA you know <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that like tracks the metadata of the uh, spells. Like, they're like, oh, we just detected like this common counterfeiting spell. We better look in on this. Now, I fully expect at some point after the Fantastic Beast series is done, there's going to be some modern Harry Potter universe movies. Mm-hmm. Maybe something. The movies are supposed to go until 2024, I think. So maybe in 2030. No, there'll be like a modern day continuation of the wizarding world if bitcoin is still around by then how will they safeguard against magical cryptocurrencies or something dude 
That would be insane. Yeah, how would hair? How would wizards deal with with te- how would they deal with technology? You know, technology is actually made magic. It basically, that has like replicated a lot of the things that are magical. You know, yeah. at least like the outcomes of things. Pretty scary, and like it's probably you know growing exponentially, whereas um, magic has really you know, kind of hit the S-curve, and it's, like, now, now plateauing. So at some point, muggles are going to take over. <laughs> That's what all the purebloods are trying to stop. They're like, let's kill the muggles. Yeah. Before they kill oh. us. Wow. They can never win. There's too many muggles. <laughs> Don't you think? They could probably win. think so? Yeah. I mean, the longer they wait, the lower their chances are <laughs> it's true i mean they had their shot in like 200 years ago yeah. right yeah they Nothing did they could have done it's a cannon napoleon <laughs> could have stopped couldn't have stopped them maybe some of them were wizards oh yeah there must have been some Not. i'm sure jk rowling has said like some historical uh figures are actually wizard right the only real person who um i was looking this up earlier the only real person who was a wizard in real history uh-huh. the only let me think about how to phrase it the only historical figure in our real life who she drafted to be a wizard in the fictional harry potter books is nicholas flannel he was a real person oh really yeah he was an alchemist mm-hmm. i did not know he was a real person yeah he was a real person Huh. okay so, like, Rasputin was not the wizard. <laughs> it's really funny that you bring up Rasputin, because I just saw Anastasia at the Canada Center yesterday in D.C. Oh, nice. Um, and they don't have Rasputin in the play. No? Is it about... Yeah, Sonic was very uh, is, is it about the life of... Or, do, who's Anastasia? Anastasia... Um, <laughs> is a fictional character they invented as a potential Romanoff that survived the slaughter. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The Romanoff. I don't remember the movie, honestly, at all. Me neither. Sonic was explaining this all to me. She was just saying that Rasputin was the bad guy in the movie. He was, like, magical. Mm-hmm. So he used dark magic. That, I, I vaguely remember that. But I, they I probably they probably added that into the movie, right? From whatever. Yeah, maybe the screenwriter of Anastasia tweeted about it after <laughs> the fact, so we can look it up. Let's see. That was magic. Yeah. Mm. Um, there's a great disco song by this like Euro disco band called Boney M, and the song is called Rasputin, but they pronounce it Rasputin. Oh, that's amazing. I highly recommend it. Like, you should definitely listen to that. And this is... That has nothing to do with Harry Potter. <laughs> you want to know a fun intersection between Star Wars and Harry Potter? Yes. Well, you know, they're obviously both mm-hmm. both huge franchises. J.K. Rowling on December 16, 2014, tweeted, There's probably one follower of Jediism in Hogwarts. Oh I wouldn't God. put it past Dean Thomas. Dean Thomas? Dean Thomas. One of the guys in the background? Yeah. What does that mean? A follower of Jediism? He is no Padawan. He believes in um, the Jedi religion. People in real life believe in the Jedi religion. 
So you're telling me that this character in Harry Potter's world saw Star Wars mm-hmm. and is a nerd. Yeah. And he reads Star Wars non-canon novels. Yeah. At the time, in the 90s. That was the... That there was, was only the non-canon stuff. novels. That got all moved into the legacy universe now. So he was probably reading these novels. Yeah, man. And I was like, yeah, you know, there's probably some truth to all this. I think that's the stupidest tweet you've said. That's so probably one of the dumber tweets. That's probably her realizing she's George Lucasing her work and she's making a nod to, to it. About it. Making a subtle wink and nod to it. Okay. Maybe there are people who believe that magic is real. I have a few questions for thing you is real too. in general about like your preferences yeah. or your thoughts. Go for it. So who who is your favorite Defense Against the Dark Art professor? Who are the Defense Against the Dark Arts professors? Okay, you have Professor Quirrell, right? Yeah. In the first one. What a jerk. Yeah, not a good guy. He had Voldemort on the back of his head. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Lockhart. The second one was Lockhart, yeah. Uh, third was Lupin. Third one was Lupin. Fourth was, I think, Mad-Eye Moody? Yeah, that sounds right. Um, fifth was, what's her name? Umbridge? Umbridge, yeah. Sixth, I think, was Snape, right? Mm-hmm. And then, was there a teacher in the? I think it was like one of the bad guys. Oh, okay. It was like a vampire werewolf. Of all mm-hmm. of those, who's my favorite? Favorite in terms of favorite villain, or favorite as a teacher, or favorite person? Anything. All right, I'll do all three. Favorite villain. Um. I'm gonna go with. Lupin. Mm. <laughs> I wouldn't even really consider him a villain. Uh, um, okay. Uh, let's go with Quirrell. Mm-hmm. He was creepy. He was creepy. And he had Voldemort on the back of his head. Yeah, Voldemort in those early 2000 CGI yeah. <laughs> graphics that are really bad. What happened to his nose? Did J.K. Rowling ever explain that? Voldemort's nose? Was it just a terrible surgery gone wrong? Voldemort? No, I think he became more like a sneak. Oh. Uh. As he dealt in the dark parts. Can he smell? Yeah, I mean, snakes can smell. They can smell blood. Mm. Oh, no, actually, snakes smell with their tongue. So, no. <laughs> he can go like. Best teacher, maybe it's the guy in the seventh book who, who was evil. <laughs> he just really. <laughs> What's the best way to learn yeah. how to fight yeah, evil? That's true. That is true. Best all around person, maybe Snape. No, Snape is. Probably. Snape is a creeper. He's a creepy dude. Even after the fact where it was revealed that he was always a good guy trying to help, he was still a jerk to he these, about to these small way. children because he was a jerk his to mom. Harry because he, he had a still crush on his mom like 30 years ago. Yeah. And then as he's dying, he's like, hey kid, your eyes look like your mom's eyes. <laughs> that would creep me out. I'm paraphrasing, I think, but... <laughs> yeah, you're right, because he said it in an English accent. Her. Boy, lad. Always. Boy, lad. You got your mom's peepers. <laughs> um, Alright, next question. Okay. If you... Realist... This is like the classic question. If you really got sorted into a house, what do you think you would be sorted into. And I have the qualities here if you want to hear them. 
Tell me the qualities. Okay, so Gryffindor, we all know, it's courage, bravery, which sounds pretty much mm-hmm. the same thing. Nerve, and chivalry. Hufflepuff is hard work, patience, justice, and loyalty. Oh no, I had hard no hard work. I had no idea hard work, patience, yeah, and justice. Yeah, and claw is intelligence, creativity, learning, and wit. Okay. Slytherin is ambition, cunning, leadership, and resourcefulness. Interesting. So, I went. I've gone through phases in my life where I thought I was a Slytherin. <laughs> I've been told that I'm wrong. Mm, I think people are just trying to make you feel better. <laughs> I've been told instead that I'm a Hufflepuff mm. by Sonica. By knowledgeable people. By knowledgeable people who know me, who know me pretty well. Well, the Hufflepuff does correspond to the element of Earth. Oh, cool. I could be an Earthbender. Yeah. I actually, in reading these two, I think I would also be Hufflepuff. If I was smarter, I would be a Ravenclaw. Right. Intelligence, creativity, learning, and wit. I think you're pretty witty. Maybe maybe you are you can do a more, a more wit. Really. Sonica and I were like talking about the combinations yeah. of the houses. You take one part of the name and and part of the name of the other house. So I would be a Huffleclaw. If you're like in between. If I was in between, yeah. What would you well, be? Well, I think a lot of people would be those, right? It's like, but I mean... Gryffindors suck. Let me just yeah. say that. Gryffindor, well, I think most people... Maybe it's just like because like, in our society we value hard work or like intelligence. Or even ambition, right? Like Slytherin. We don't value evilness? Okay. Ambition, okay? Ambition. So was one of the qualities for Gryffindor <laughs> basic? Yeah. They just didn't have that, that terminology in the 90s. That's what the sorting hat says now. You're a basic bitch. Welcome to Gryffindor. <laughs> ah, very <laughs> basic. Gryffindor. How did Neville get into... I think that's what everyone says, right? I guess he proved it. Yeah. Neville was courageous, and his uh, parents were Gryffindor, so yeah, he's a leg- legacy admission. But most people don't... I don't know. I don't think most people are like, oh, I'm, like, chivalrous. That's my main quality. Or, like, I'm brave. Is being humble a requirement? Because you can I think say it's all these things. I think... I think uh, Gryffindor and Slytherin aren't as humble. They're more self-confident and even arrogant. Hmm. So I think I guess we're both Hufflepuffs, or maybe Hufflepuffs. Newt is a Hufflepuff in the Fantastic Beast movies. Oh, he is? Mm-hmm. All right, and so is Cedric Degree. I don't know why I thought you were about to say Cedric <laughs> the Entertainer. Cedric the Entertainer. He was the first African-American at Hogwarts. Wasn't that Dean Thomas? He's not American. Uh, English. That's like the only black character in these movies. No, there's also uh, the pop pop guy, Magnitude. Magnitude is in these movies. <laughs> you didn't know that? No. Uh, uh, Wait, he really? is the he's the um, he's the Quidditch play by play guy. 
Oh, that's amazing. He's a black guy with dreadlocks. Awesome. It is awesome. All right, next question. Um, those are those are my questions. All right, I can come up with more. I will ask you some questions. Okay. What combination of books would produce the best Harry Potter book? <laughs> wow, that's a question I get old. Um, I would have to say, can I change it to movies? I would have to yeah. say Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1 and Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2. <laughs> you put them together. <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> it's a great movie. <laughs> That's a brilliant answer. I actually, I like the fourth one the best. And I also like the third one. Uh, Prisoner of Azkaban and Goblet of Fire. So you think those would be the best two combinations? Yeah. I think the worst combination would be the first one and the seventh one. It's a, the first one and the seventh yeah. one? Like Deathly yeah. Hallows Part 1? It's, it's so different. <laughs> oh. The worst combination in all the franchise would right. be... The Crimes well, of Grindelwald with one. Deathly Hallows Part 1. You just get Dobby dying at the end. <laughs> I remember that. I have a friend who who hates Dobby. Really? Yeah. She was really happy when Dobby died. Why? I don't know. I guess she wasn't hugged enough as a child. Yeah, maybe it remembers, reminds her of her childhood. Okay, next question. Alright, next question. <laughs> Let me make something up. What magical pet would you have? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, so we know rat would be creepy. I mean, yeah. just having a rat would be creepy, yeah. but knowing that it could be some creepy, I don't know, evil wizard, let's know. Probably, probably, uh, probably owl. Yeah. Although owls are kind of dirty, right? Yeah. If you can spread disease. So there was this whole big thing when the movies first came out. All these people started buying owls as pets for their children. Oh, God. And it was awful. It was awful. People would be returning these owls and be like, oh, I can't take care of these owls. Apparently that happened with 101 Dalmatians also. <laughs> but Dalmatians, that's got to be more easy to take care yeah, of. Yeah, but they're kind of mean. Are they? Yeah. Are there magical dogs? Yeah. Werewolves. Oh. Or like, um, uh, a serious black, right? He turns into like a big black dog. Yeah. Kind of a creepy dog, though. Grim. Oh, right, right. Um, Ron's Patronus is supposed to be a Jack Russell. Oh. Good at, like, eating rats. Is it? That's what Jack Russell is prepared for. Oh, really? Yeah. That adds another layer to Ron's character. Yeah. Because his rat, you know, is evil. There's a, um... There's a funny... Uh, so... Um, God, what's his name? What's the guy's name from the British office? Ricky Gervais. Yeah, Ricky Gervais' new stand-up is pretty funny, and he has 
a bit about dogs and what they're bred for. And, like, the, the, um, freaking Rhodesian Ridgeback was bred for hunting lions. And he's like, imagine, like, all the dogs are lined up and someone's explaining what their jobs are. Jack Russell, your job is hunting rats. Oh, yeah, that's great, that's great, yeah. Labrador, your job is when someone shoots a duck, you go get up and bring it back. <laughs> oh, my God! That's what I've always been wanting to do. Hey, Rhodesian Ridgeback, your job is to go out and hunt a lion. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> fucking lion? Uh, I don't know. There's got to be other magical dogs. I don't know. Yeah. Or like a Maybe dragon. that'll be the next Fantastic Beasts. Well, uh, well there are dragons. Hagrid has a dog. It's not magical. Yeah? Dang. Oh, yeah. And there was the Cerberus dog. I forget yeah, his Fluffy. name. Oh, yeah, Fluffy. Hagrid's two dogs. Yeah. Well, well maybe four dogs away. if you're counting all the heads. Kind of like the owls. I'm trying to think what magical animal I would want. I don't think I would want any. Spider, a basilisk. No, I would not want a giant spider. It's also one of Hagrid's pets, right? Oh, he has all yeah, these what is pets. wrong with that guy? He just, you know, he's got too big of a heart. So, have you ever been to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter? I have, and I'm going again in a few weeks. In the one in Florida? Yeah. Okay. What's it like? Well, have you ever been to Florida? No. Thank God. You've never been to Florida? I've been to the airport. Have you ever been to Disney World? No, I've been to Disneyland. Yeah, but that doesn't matter because Disneyland sucks. That's not true. <laughs> have you ever been to Universal Studios? I actually have not. Not even the one in oh, really? Hollywood. Yeah. All right. I know it's there. Well, everything in Florida, I think, is better oh, than right, California counterpart. I'm not sure if I've been to Disneyland or California yeah. Adventure. Are they different? They're different parks. They've really changed California Adventure. They tried to make it more Disney. Like, there's a lot of Pixar stuff. They incorporated a lot of the Marvel stuff into oh, it, did. I thought. I know they did Pixar, And they're not allowed too. to do that in Orlando, because back in the day, Marvel sold the theme park rights for that area to Universal. So there's all these superhero characters in uh, Islands of Adventure. Oh, and they're not allowed to use them in the Disney parks. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that solidifies that the California ones are better. <laughs> Actually, like, all the Universal parks better than the Disney ones these days. Right. They still have the Simpsons, right? They do. It's okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, but as far as the Wizarding World... I'm sure they're identical. I haven't been to the one in California, but... It's a good park. It's a good area of the park. They have two separate ones. In Islands of Adventure, you have Hogwarts. They have two separate ones. And then in Universal Studios, they have, I think, Hogsmeade. Ooh. No, no, it's Diagon Alley. Cool. And the two parks are connected by a Hogwarts Express. Whoa, that's awesome. But you have to buy tickets for both parks to be able to get on the Hogwarts Express. That's lame. Yeah. But is Hogwarts the bigger one? Or are they um, the same? I'm not sure about size. Is it like, um, you know how Disneyland has like different, like Marland and like, it's, is it like a big area of the park like that? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Island of Adventure has a bunch of different sections of the park 
nice. the Harry Potter one is uh, right next to Jurassic Park. Ooh. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And right before it is sort of this Atlantis-themed area, yeah, I think. Yeah, failed Atlantis. <laughs> I don't think it's actually based on any franchise. That's just the idea. Yeah. And right before that is Seussland. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I like Seussland a lot. That's probably my favorite area in Islands of Adventure. Mm, that's kind of lame. <laughs> it's fun to go at Christmas because they have um, that does sound the cool. Grinch stuff. Got a picture with the Grinch a few years ago. Wow. And now there's that new Grinch movie. I saw that last week. <laughs> I was home last weekend and my parents wanted to go see the Grinch. Really? And I was like, I can't come up with a reason not to. Was so I saw the Grinch. It was not great. Okay. It was fine. There's not a lot you can do to update the Grinch. Yeah. Besides getting Benedict Cumberbatch to voice uh, the character, I guess. Always with type F. Yeah. Green, hairy green <laughs> monsters. Um. So, you can get, can you get like some of the snacks and stuff from Harry Potter? Yeah, butterbeer. Harry Potter one. Is it good? Butterbeer is so good. It's what is it like? Is it like cream soda or something? I think it's supposed to be pretty similar to cream soda. That sounds good. I love cream soda. They have hot and cold. I like the cold. Yeah. Yeah. They have other things you can buy from the franchise that are supposed to be like magical themed. Um, but I don't think I've ever gotten any. Are they? Do they have chocolate hop and frogs? They have chocolate frogs, but they have those they everywhere. Hop. They don't hop. Ah. There's no actual magic, Tom. Maybe we, they keep that in other we sections just don't of the park. Know how to unlock the magic? That's muggle. Maybe. If only that letter at the beginning of the episode had been an invitation <laughs> to a Hogwarts graduate school. School of magical business. I need my magical GED. <laughs> um, the problem with the food in those parks is, you know, so they're modeled off of England still. Mm. And English food is just... Fish and chips? Like the best thing you can yeah. get? Yeah. In the other Are sections you? of the park, there's better food. No, I don't think there is. What do they always talk about in Red Dwarf? Oh, Vindaloo. <laughs> Vindaloo monster. <laughs> um, Alright. So, the food's so they don't have like magical curly fries, <laughs> corn dogs, no. and stuff. I think you should pitch that to them. And they would love it if they could do that. Okay. But the rides are pretty cool. They have all the original cast from the movies come back and... Um, record stuff for the rides the main one in the Hogwarts castle is sort of like a um, what do they do it's not a roller coaster it's sort of a roller coaster Mm -hmm. you're in these seats they spin you around and there is a track yeah but it's not as big as a roller coaster yeah at various points these gigantic screens are there and they it, it's like immersing you in that world it's sort of like a motion ride combined with a mm-hmm. roller coaster mm-hmm. it's a pretty fun ride and like the um old michael jackson space ride at disneyland captain eo <laughs> yeah uh no it's not like that because that I was think just they replaced that right now it's just star wars they brought it back after michael jackson died and then they retired it again recently ah uh, 
I mean, the whole point of it was you wanted it to be Star Wars. <laughs> he hadn't bought Star Wars yet. Yeah. So you just had to deal with Captain EO. Yeah. Um, no, there's a there's a few other rides. Um, they turned Dueling Dragons, which was like a twin roller coaster. Mm. Oh, no, wait. Actually, no, they turned it into Dueling, Dueling Dragons. Quidditch. Oh, okay. I forget what it was before, but now it's dragon-themed. Nice. It was called Fire Nice, I think. Oh. That's kind of cool. Those are all in Islands of Adventure. And then in um, Diagon Alley area in uh, in Universal Studios, they have a Gringotts roller coaster type thing. Ooh. Yeah. That's kind of, that sounds really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the rides are really fun. It's a worthwhile park. Yeah. It feels less weird going in the winter because it's themed with all this snow and stuff. Right. Rather than when it's like 90 degrees and shit. Yeah. That's... Exactly. They have a wand shop. They have Ollivander's. They have an actor playing Ollivander. Oh. As a kid, could you imagine going to this thing? That would be really cool. And it's all real. And there's so a guy cool. giving you a wand. You can have this overpriced stick of wood that does nothing. I think they're like hundreds of dollars. Oh man, that is crazy. Yeah, but I just made that number up, so I don't know. <laughs> they might cost three thousand dollars. Oh my god, a broomstick! You could probably buy a broomstick. Broom. You could go to the Target down the street and buy a broom. Are there like uh? Are there like wizards under the poverty line because you use like room from ninety nine cent store? Turn it yeah, into... absolutely. Isn't that um, Ron's family? Ron had a crappy broom, right? And then Harry, just by virtue of being you got the Nimbus two thousand, he got the Nimbus two thousand, and then the Firebolt, yeah, and whatever comes after that, the Tesla, he... <laughs> Tesla, yeah. That would be cool. Uh, an electric broom, even though it's totally <laughs> useless. If you fall off a broom playing Quidditch, and, you know, I mean, that obviously he fell off at a few points in the story and he broke all his bones. Broke all his bones. But you would die. Yeah. You would die from that height with a fall. He fell from a few hundred feet. I mean, but even, he was in the he clouds, right? dead. He would have been dead and splattered on the ground. Yeah. It should have just ended there. <laughs> what do you think of the people who play Quidditch in real life? Oh my god. I mean... I try to be... I try my best to be... You know... Open-minded mm-hmm. and like very tolerant of other people. Yeah. But I just can't tolerate it. <laughs> I just don't understand how you play it. It just doesn't make sense to me. I don't either. I, I think... Is there? How does the snitch come into play? Is there like a little? Is there a really fast guy who runs around where he's all gold? Probably. I think everyone just runs around trying to stab him. And after he's stabbed, he's taken to the hospital and he gets stitches. Let me see. I really want to look at this. Hey Tom. Yep. Snitches get stitches. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, 
a lot of schools. I'm looking at this UCLA Quidditch. It says it says UCLA's actual Quidditch. Wow. This guy's name is Tom. He's the <laughs> captain and founder. Oh wow. This is a guy who looks like a werewolf. He's the oh Western Regional Coordinator of Quidditch. Very good corduroy jacket. Are there scholarships for Quidditch? Can you get into UCLA on a Quidditch scholarship? I think I think you get like you know a few turkey sandwiches or something like that. <laughs> That's pretty good. You get a stipend. That's more than I would have expected. Okay, so there's literally a guy running around with a broom in between his legs, and he's running like he has to like like a crap as he's trying to hold it in between his legs. <laughs> wow. And there actually is a guy in all yellow. <laughs> And he has a ball tied around his, his belt <laughs> with a ball on it. And he just runs around, and they try to tackle him. That actually sounds pretty fun. <laughs> I would play that. And there's three hula hoops up, and you keep trying to hit the ball through the hula hoops. 500 years from now, Tom, when there are jetpacks, it's going to be a yeah. great game. I mean, five, forget 500 years. 10 years. You think there are going to be jetpacks in 10 years? Yeah. They already have those hydro packs. <laughs> hydro Quidditch. Aqua Quidditch. That would actually be pretty fun, right? Like, it would be way... See, okay. I don't know if this is true, but, like, playing above water would be better than the ground. Now, if you're falling from a few hundred feet up, you're still probably going to die when you hit the water. But yeah. If you if there's like a height limitation, you know, hydro quidditch could be a thing. Maybe. I'm trying to think. Is there anything else you wanted to ask or know about regarding the Harry Potter franchise? We didn't touch on the main books a lot because what else is there to say about them? They've been discussed ad nauseum. Yeah. You know what the motto of Hogwarts is? No. What is it? My guess would be we use children as soldiers. It's close. It's even more ridiculous than that. Here's what it is officially in Latin. Mm -hmm. Draco Dormiens Nunquam Talandus. Dragon sleeps until until woken. You're really close. It's never a sleeping dragon oh yeah that's a good motto which is basically the same as let sleeping dog lie right but yeah but magical more magical let me end with one more fun JK Rowling fact Quidditch was invented in Manchester. Mm. So, was it invented by Morrissey? <laughs> I would like to see a movie with Morrissey as a wizard. Why? It's a really impressed wizard who cancels all his cocks. <laughs> uh... Last year, in September, on September 1st, 2017, that was the date that
that the epilogue of the seventh book takes place. That's when Harry's kids started at Hogwarts. Oh. Okay. So we're officially one year out from the chronological end of the of that book. And I think maybe right now it's supposed to be when the cursed child is happening. Mm. But I'm not going to look that up when that takes place because talking about cursed child in the last hour has already been more than I ever wanted to think about cursed child again. It's just, it should just be forgotten. That's a total lie. It's I really want to see it. <laughs> if I can get over the story, I'd probably really appreciate the production. I wonder if Daniel Radcliffe will ever reprise his role to play an older Harry Potter. Yeah. He could take some of that Equus talent and just hang Lay Dong. <laughs> lay Dong? Yeah. After Harry Potter, he did Equus. I know. I'm aware. He was naked. <laughs> I'm aware. And in layman's terms, or muggle's terms, he laid dung. So you're suggesting an all-nude, at least for Harry Potter, rendition of Harry Potter the Cursed Child featuring a naked Daniel Radcliffe. I am 100% not suggesting that. There are kids involved, <laughs> Tom, and the FBI is on their way to your location. What if he played a daver? <laughs> That had all these weird abilities. I and I cannot understand that movie. How is that movie made? Swiss Army Man is what we're talking about. Yeah. This is really random, but a couple of days ago, um, Sanka was humming Cotton Eye Joe. Oh. And I was listening to very adver- various versions of Cotton Eye Joe, and uh, oh yeah, because you know when someone mentions Cotton Eye Joe, it's all you can think about. Yep. And in the movie Swiss Army Man. At points in the movie, Daniel Radcliffe's corpse lets out air, and it sounds like Cotton Eye Joe. And Cotton Eye Joe is a recurring musical motif in that movie. That is... I, I didn't think the movie could get any weirder than what I already thought. But that's, you know what was really weird? Watch the music video for Cotton Eye Joe by Rednecks. <laughs> that's, what, that's where it gets real yeah. weird? Are you telling me that they're not actually Rednecks? They're, I think, a Swedish band. Oh my god. And their persona is... Uh, my mind is blown. Their stage persona is they dress as rednecks. Like what a Swedish person would think, which is like really far off. Yeah. It's still... They really class it up. Mm-hmm. They're very class. They, they can't get that down and dirty. <laughs> I think that about wraps it up for Harry Potter. Yep. We really touched on a lot in Harry Potter. <laughs> I would say 30% of the episode was Harry Potter. All right. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.